0: What is going on everybody welcome into the creed of crypto podcast it is broke boy crypto here with you with my co-host crypto ewok here as always we have an action-packed show for you tonight because one day after we went off the air last week the big rolling came down for xrp and ripple that it is not considered a security, which is obviously bullish news. I mean, I guess it's bullish news for Ripple. I don't think it's really going to go anywhere, Uh, but also the rest of the industry. So huge. I know we're a week late on that, but there are ramifications that we're going to see from this over the next two to eight ten years whatever so we're definitely going to talk about that and a whole lot more tonight we've got stuff happening of as always in the pulse chain ecosystem we've had some dips here in the last couple of days we're going to get to that as well if you are here smash the like and welcome in we do this every wednesday night at 8 p.m eastern standard time ewok how are you feeling this evening
1: feeling good another wednesday another wednesday and uh yeah i think that ripple thing was was great for everybody so um it sets a precedent for for the rest of crypto obviously it was good for their price i think it over doubled overnight pretty much so yeah lots of you know positive things like i said we'd love to see the the positive sentiment coming back and uh hopefully it can rub off on the rest of the market
0: yeah i think it will it it did obviously for a couple of days anyway before we started to have a pullback but again like we've said so many times it is still 2023 we're going to have one step forward two steps back just the way it's going to be this year a little bit but things are definitely better than the hellscape that was 2022. so uh let's start off just kind of looking at where btc and eth are um we've got btc it dipped just below 30k it's that has scared some people for some reason over the last couple of days. But we have seen some short-term bearishness a little bit for the first time in, uh, in a little while with Bitcoin and ETH. ETH sitting just below $1,900. we are going to get to where we think that price could go for Bitcoin and kind of what the levels are, you know, if you're kind of looking at the rest of the market. Uh, Pulse Chain right now is a little bit over SAC rate still. Uh, we've got Pulse X still at that 67% discount off of the SAC rate. And a combined hex price on both chains of just about three cents. Uh, a hex on Pulse Chain still maintaining that two to one ratio, basically. So, uh, yeah, that is where we're at. Not too much has changed price wise, but beginning with this. Um, <clears throat> so again, bullish action with the Ripple stuff last week. We're going to get into that because it's it's huge for. Altcoins in general. And I think that BTC dominance is going to continue to plummet as we get into this bull market and uh, into continuous bull markets, much to uh, Benjamin Cohen and the likes' chagrin, unfortunately for them. But let's talk about this Bitcoin dipsy do that we've gotten the last few days here, at Ewok. Um, falling below 30K is interesting. I, I think I want to get your thoughts on this, but I think, you know, even if we see Bitcoin retrace the whole way back to about 25 and a half K which was like a big barrier that if you guys look at our shows back in like January, February, we were talking about, Oh man, if we flip that, you know, the bull, the bears pretty much have no more case in this bear market. We're in a new cycle. Now Um, we have flipped that, you know, Bitcoin's been up over 30 K we've, we've seen action that, you know, it would take, this is overused, I think, but an absolute epic black swan to see new lows, you know, back to November of 2022. But, um, what do you think the chances are that Bitcoin could retrace back to that 25K-ish point Ewok? Because that there is a bit of a gap between there and where we are right now. And what do you think it would kind of mean for this market right now? Oh, I think you're muted. There you go.
1: I agree. I think it would uh, definitely take some sort of weird uh, event to get back down there at this point. Um, it just... It, it's been staying in this range. You know, we painted these lines on many, many months ago and, you know, it's definitely respecting all of them, you know, mm. and it's staying within these two, within these two ranges. Um, and I think it's just going to chop around again. I, you know, we even had the the news of the, the ETFs and um, it still didn't do a whole lot. So, yeah, in order to get back down to even twenty five thousand, would take a lot at this point. Um, you know, you've got your, what is it, the two hundred moving two hundred day moving average. Uh, even if it would come back down to there, you would still be right around twenty six thousand. So, mm. um, yeah. the twenty five is gonna was gonna take something special. Um, I could see it retesting back down here to this twenty eight thousand though. Um, and, and bouncing around there. That's only your 50-day moving average. So, you know, it could come back down and test that line in our range here. But, yeah, I, I don't think – I really think, you know, it's going to stay in here, chop around, uh, and, and like you said, you know, one step forward, two steps back. And We are seeing a little bit of, you know, it looks kind of bearish. It's kind of turned over here. So, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see in these next couple of days how this reacts if it – back up and, and tries to fight to stay back in this upper range or not um but you know again we could test back down here to about twenty eight thousand five hundred as well
0: yeah i could see it happening and i guess that's just kind of my caution i guess for some people is like if that does happen you know it's not like the 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 new market the new cycle the bull coming bull market is over or anything like that it's just kind of still where we are this year um but yeah we're going to see that oscillation and you were just talking about like the ETF news and all these other hugely bullish things that have, well, if you consider that bullish um, that have been going on over the last couple of weeks, the XRP thing, it's just another reminder that like the news is always a lagging metric. I mean, that'll be yeah. there. People will try to assign, you know, what is happening on the chart to the news and everything, but that's always going to, you're, you know, if you're talking about something like that, that's already priced in, that's already in there at some point. So that that's what, you know, TA, it's like, it never fails. And I don't mean like that. People are flawless in making predictions or anything, but looking at cycles, respecting where the price is or where it, it could be, regardless of anything in the future, <clears throat> is really paramount. I think that's what we really have to be looking at. So, um, yeah, so I think we'll see more of that this year. I mean, we've talked about this, but I think like maybe the longest shot for Bitcoin by the end of this year. Would be fifty k. I, I I still am hesitant to think that we get there, but I could see a cross into the forties. Are you still kind of thinking that too, Ewok?
1: Yeah, it's going to take a lot to get to fifty at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, even with the news of that ETF going mm-hmm. live, it should be interesting to see. Uh, that could catapult it up there a little bit, but um, yeah, it's gonna. It takes a lot of it takes a lot of energy to move Bitcoin anymore you know a lot yeah. of financial power at, at a very similar time um just because it has gotten so heavy and uh, the energy that it takes to to rise it up that high it could be yeah. could be uh you know something to wait for and see but yeah i'm thinking maybe just over 40 45 tops 50 would be pushing it by the end of the year but uh, again you have to wait and see how it all plays out
0: yeah. And, and that's kind of in the theme, you know, Bitcoin slowing down, diminishing returns over time. And that's why, uh, you know, we're bullish, obviously, on the pulse chain and Richard Hart ecosystem, amongst a couple of other things. Number one, because we think they're good products, but also because the gains in those top cryptos are um, diminishing. You know, I mean, a lot of people started out with just Bitcoin back in 2017. And that's just not, if you, if you want to, you know, get into the moon math territory, you just can't, really focus on that anymore so i want to turn our attention to this xrp and ripple warning or yeah warning (laughs) rolling from last week um so for the time being anyway until something else is opened up um we have xrp being deemed a commodity which means this is the big thing. XRP uh, likely would be the, the the most likely to be called a security out of any of these tokens in existence, practically. So that's why this is so ridiculously bullish for all of these other tokens, for these exchanges, really for the whole industry, because if it's going to be called a commodity, then everything's going to be called a commodity. That's just how it's going to be until the SEC tries to finger their way into it again. Although, uh Mr. Burns, Gary Gensler may not be there for all that much longer. Um, I want to ask you, Ewok, to you, somebody who has been around, you know, multiple cycles and really been in this since not necessarily the early days, but you've been around the block a, a long time. What do you feel like this ruling does mean for crypto exchanges, but you know, we saw what like Coinbase, Kraken, Gemini, what some of these people were saying in reaction to this. What does it mean for, as I mentioned, the altcoin industry as a whole, you know, Bitcoin dominance dropped, uh, a precipitous drop immediately off the news, which it yeah. should, and it's going to continue. And what does it mean for the industry in general? I know there's a three big questions, but yeah, what, what do you think this means? Well, as I said in, in
1: the intro there, I, I think it just sets a, a great precedent for the rest of crypto mm-hmm. um like you said ripple has always been one of those very curiously almost security ish tokens anyway yeah. you know you have a lot of the things that they look for a centralized founder location mm-hmm. uh building for god's sakes i mean they have a staff of people <laughs> um so there is expectation of work from others because they're working on things constantly um you know, it's got a very centralized ownership as well. You know, Garlinghouse owns a a big portion of the Ripple, whatever they are. Mm -hmm. Um, They own quite a bit of that. So, you know, just the ruling in itself, it it sets a great precedent for the rest of them to say, well, (laughs) you know, you deem this a commodity. So come on, where, where are we at? You know, and I think that's why Gensler was kind of upset his reaction was upset with the ruling um, only because now they they can't easily uh, lump a bunch of things into very similar to ripple um yeah. right they, like I said it's just the precedent that it sets uh, for other lawyers to take that case and, and use the ruling and say well you know you have to stay consistent somewhat so here's this and here's how much more decentralized or you know non, reliant of all of these other things that we are and you have to kind of rule in our favor no matter who we are is i don't mean any yeah I get it we but you know m- my token is you know not near what this is and and you've already ruled this one so yeah i i do think it it sets a uh, the precedent for uh future cases um and yeah it's good it's good for the overall overall space for a lot of different tokens
0: Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, You know, especially when you think about the Max FUD and the things that were going on in the Hex community back in December-ish of 2022. I mean, not just Hex. I mean, everywhere. But I mean, specifically in relation to the SEC, there was oh these. You know, there was news that some people that have streamed in the past have received, received some kind of um, notice or questionnaire or whatever the hell you want to call it in the mail from the SEC, which was really just, you know, have you guys ever been paid before? It really wasn't that big of a deal at all. Right. But, you know, uh, just little things like that. There was so, so much fear around those kind of things just a mere six to seven months ago. And now here we are where it's like, oh, OK, well, everybody's just fine. Um, yeah. I want to ask you on the exchanges side of things, because this is obviously great for them, too. I mean, Coinbase. And here's the thing. So you brought up Gary Gensler, whose name is obviously going to come up in this discussion because he is the, you know, head um, controlling figure of the SEC for the time being anyway, until he's gone or it's totally reformed, as there is legislature now try to do. But with crypto exchanges. Brian Armstrong came out. I, I forget who it was that didn't even have XRP listed at the time being. I think Gemini, maybe Coinbase too. I can't even remember how it was, but exactly. multiple didn't even have XRP listed anymore. What do you think this means for exchanges? Not just with XRP, because we could care less about that token, but in terms of what they are listing, the clarity, the freedom for them, and then juxtaposed with Coinbase still being sued at the moment by the <laughs> SEC. Uh, what do you make of that?
1: Well, that whole situation is is still quite interesting to me because they still want Coinbase to be the holder and custodian mm-hmm. of the the BlackRock funds uh, when when that ETF goes live. So um, I, I think it opens up freedom to them to to do kind of whatever they want at this point. Um, and they did; they were one of the ones that did not have Coinbase or XRP listed was Coinbase, um, and they right. reactivated it, so it's back on there. Um, yeah, again, I think it gives them freedom um, to to list kind of, I don't want to say whatever they want. I mean, I know they have a process in place. Um, I I don't know what the steps are to get listed on Coinbase. I don't know that there really ever um, was an official like apply, apply to, you know, I know with Binance, you have to spend a bunch of money um, to even have them look at it and list it and give them um a a large portion of the tokens um for for you know liquidity purposes but um yeah again it it just opens up a lot of freedom for them to to do a lot of different things and not so much worry about the rulings because again the precedent has been set so Mm -hmm. good thing all around good thing for investors good thing for you know the exchanges so yeah quite,
0: quite yeah quite bullish yeah it is bullish all around and yeah it will have dare i say ripple effects on the whole industry over the next couple of years yeah. so uh yeah we'll we'll see how that goes dad joke uh extraordinaire over here um but yeah it's going to be really good the next couple of years i think and again yeah to have that precedent already set is great this has to be i don't really care about this that much but i mean Gensler has to be gone i would think sometime here soon um the SEC, you know, is not only not really serving at all the purpose in the crypto industry in any way that they claim to do, they're actually detrimental and playing a part in hurting people even more. So yeah, you know, I agree I with that, that statement. They haven't yeah.
1: done much good to protect anybody. You know, they were not involved in Celsius, they weren't involved with Black uh, BlockFi or uh Luna yep. or any of the FTX. In fact, they were in bed. And yeah, they were involved, Sam yeah, with <laughs> they FDX. weren't involved, so I mean, that just goes to show you that they really haven't done anything to protect the uh, the common investor at all. So, <laughs> yeah, the need to have them is, is is diminishing even more and more every day. Yeah,
0: well, if you guys are in here enjoying the stream, hit the like, we appreciate you guys being here tonight. Good transition by you again, you walk so, um, real quick, so Celsius, one of the scam companies, uh, you know, centralized platform where you could put your tokens on and earn yield that wasn't really yours over the last couple of years. They inevitably went up in flames in 2022. I I can't really recall what month that was. I feel like that was around the, either way, basically April of 2022 for the rest of the year was abysmal. Uh, So they were in there somewhere. Mashinsky, who I don't even remember his first name, but he was arrested finally last week. I don't know why he's been the <coughs> chosen one to be arrested. Uh, who knows what will happen to him. I'm, him? I'm sure he will be bailed out and a free man if he isn't already. Um, we, we already know that Sam Bakeman Freed is getting the kid gloves treatment and stuff like that um, because, hey, he's just a kid. You know, the guy's only 30, made a simple mistake. He's just a little knucklehead. Um, But what do you think about, like, this Mashinsky thing? Because still, I think the, um, what's the other big one? Voyager. I don't remember those guys' names, but I know they're h- kind of hiding out and stuff. None of these people are going to be brought to proper justice, of course. Um, But what do you think, like, just the arrest of Mashinsky might mean? Um, is he just the one that the establishment wants to make an example out of because he's older? I don't know. I mean, what, what do you make of this? I mean, it's good that it happened, I guess, but yeah, I don't think many of these guys are going to get their comeuppance here.
1: Well, I don't either. I don't think any of them are. And you know, SPF was arrested too. So, I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. just because they're arrested, you know, doesn't mean they're thrown away. You locked in a cell and the keys thrown away forever. <laughs> Um, yeah. You know, they still have to go through their bankruptcy proceedings. Um, and who knows? I mean, really, I don't think anything will really come of it because of the agreement that they had in place when you do it. And this is why we always say, don't give your, your money to somebody else to pay you yield. Um, you know, it just it goes back to that statement, because when you do, you sign away your rights to the money. It's no longer yours. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's some gray areas in there where obviously there was fraud happening and, um, that's what they're being arrested for, but not, people will never see their money again. Um, you know, once the proceedings and all the lawyers are, are, are taken care of, you know, people may be lucky to get 10, 15 cents on a dollar that they had if they're lucky. So so, yeah, it, I don't think it means anything. And, again, they're just trying to stir it up and and say that they're actually doing something, I think. Um, yeah. yeah. I, it, but, yeah, what good does it do? I, I really don't know because they don't receive, you know, the punishment for, for stealing billions of dollars from people.
0: So. Yeah, I, I think that is going to be the message. And let's remember, I mean, even though it's 2023 and because this is kind of a dead year um, for the most part, I mean, obviously, Pulse Chain launched, but there's not all that much going on. You know, the people that are watching this stream right now are people that are actual crypto people that have been here for a little while. The people that are going to be entering the market next year, 2025, maybe even 2026, they... Don't realize the difference between centralization versus DeFi. So, if another platform and and who knows, I mean, there, somebody else is probably going to try some kind of centralized crypto staking mechanism. I mean, I'm sure it's going to happen. I mean, exchanges are doing it now, um, you know, but not quite as bad as something like Celsius or anything. But right. I'm sure we're going to see something like that again, and people yep. will need to know the difference. So, yep. you know, you anytime. see it every
1: cycle. You see it every cycle. All the things that um, got people wrecked. People forget about it because a lot of those people have left the market. Um, so they do rinse and repeat under a different name, under a different product. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, they, they always come back <laughs> and it works until it doesn't. It works until the bear market happens, um, which it does every cycle. You know, there is another one of those to come too. So um, the, the yeah. products themselves, like the reflection tokens and the uh all the games and the um the the lending and you will see all of that return under a different name uh they'll add a new flashy look to it and uh say well this is what we do instead but they really don't it's just a front um and and, and people will lose millions again <laughs> It's it, it yeah. it, it's the the cycle that that happens every every, every cycle it it happens again so
0: yeah, and it really shows the value of understanding DeFi. You know, learning it, being familiar with it right now, and knowing how if you want to earn some kind of yield, which clearly people have wanted to in the past, and they're going to want to in the future with crypto, because you know the volatility of this market, it's so comforting to be able to earn yield. You know, we've talked about HEX so many times. You know, being down, e EHEX still down like ninety nine percent, but obviously there's some caveats there with the stock split and everything, but. Hex down 95, 98% in the past, like still being able to earn crazy yield on that on the way down and on the way back up is massively valuable. So people are going to be looking for that. Um, Transitioning to something terrible that happened over the last week. Now, this is kind of interesting because this actually is technically DeFi. But, you know, you still have some people that uh, don't have the best of intentions in that. So I want to talk for a minute. We don't talk about Phantom very much on here. There's, you know, various layer ones. Phantom was really one of the stars. Uh, the token is FTM um, from this past bull market. But it's basically been a rug city shitcoin extraordinaire. For uh well since the market started to go down because andre cronier who's like the lead developer just decided to randomly walk away and then he's back and then he you know i am or i'm not and i'm going to post about it on twitter and everything um this l1 has been pumped by so many people and it's just been complete shit with uh you know nothing really going on and now a lot of where the value has been bridged over into their system on the bridge called multi-chain, which I can say, maybe you can hear the vitriol from me here because I've used it in the past. I didn't get burnt by this or anything, but um, it used to be called, I forget what the old name of it was, but it's called multi-chain. Now, basically the, I want to say it's the founder or the creator of it, his sister or something like that, as you know, makes sense. Um, basically ran off with a bunch of cash from it multi-chain got totally rugged um and i mean phantom it isn't dead i mean you know it's as dead as solana i guess speaking of another you know kind (laughs) of crappy l1 um but yeah it's um you know people it's going to be a phantom ph chain i think this time around so um a lot of the tvl got there from that bridge um Let's talk for a minute. I mean, like, I don't know how many thoughts you have on Phantom or multi-chain specifically, Ewok. But I want to, I want to talk about like the security of bridges because you know we talk about Pulse Chain on here a lot. We have uh, the Pulse Chain bridge. If you want to expand on it a little bit, but you know, this is a bridge that was used by millions and millions of people. That's just um, you know unusable now. And the the very important thing I want to make sure people understand that if you have used multi-chain dot think is the actual address make sure that you do go to revoke cash, which um, we'll be talking about probably a couple of times here tonight. And any permissions that you have for anything that isn't just your basic Uniswap or something like that, that you have high confidence in and maybe, you know, even if it's a transaction you did a couple of years ago, I would revoke that. Um, It does cost money on Ethereum. It's only like a buck or two, but I would revoke any permissions that you've given for some of these bridges, because like on multi-chain and on many of these bridges, you know, when you go into a bridge, it's going to ask you, uh, you know, permission to spend all of your USDC or how much or whatever. And to revoke that later on, I think is a good thing. So what do you yeah. make of this story, Ewok, and uh, the security of bridges in general?
1: Well, I find I find it funny. A lot of times, all these people, when they blame hacks, they blame a family member. And yeah. It's not the first time, right? I mean, we've seen it happen before, where it was a, a cousin or a brother or a, whatever it might have been. Um, I, I think it's just an excuse, uh, but I, I've never used Phantom. I've never used Multi Chain. I've, I've just never explored over on that side. I I came close at one point. I know, you know, our, our buddies. Uh, DCC and those guys are still bullish on it. I don't know how. After I, don't know if they, I,
0: I don't know if they start now. I, well, I they mean, they, they were gold, but yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but Miguel and um, Charlie have been yeah. pushing Phantom for a long time. There were a lot of decent products on there. There were also some very dangerous ones, um, like you yeah. said. But yeah, uh, the revoke.cash is definitely something that you should do no matter what whether there's a hack or not you should do that periodically anyway um, just to go through and and any site that you haven't used in a long time um, definitely revoke that and, and uh, just keep yourself a, a little extra safe you know security is one of those things that you know took Richard a long time to to find a a working bridge that that was trusted and and never compromised and things like that so uh, they did their homework and it, it's mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things where you know every little bit of extra security goes a long way uh, when you're talking billions of dollars traveling back and forth um all the time so yeah I again I never really explored on on the phantom f- side of things never even uh bought phantom really so yeah um I think the the multi-chain though um, is a good idea. Obviously, we have that now with the um, PulseX uh, or Pulse Pulse Swap uh, yeah. platform. You know, with the multi 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 bridge, multi layers. You know, you can go from one chain, multi chain is what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's a great idea to be able to swap back and forth. I, I hope that none of that was part of it. Um, I haven't heard anything being tied to any kind of um any kind of hack because i i think you could use i think phantom was one of the ones listed right um on on the pulse swap
0: i i honestly don't know i'm not sure if it's on there or not um but I mean, you know, I, I do know, I mean, it's been a very popular, it was one of the most popular L1s from the last cycle. And, and not right. only that, but I mean, it's a huge DeFi chain. I mean, like it was, they had a lot, a, a ton of products and multiple DEXs on there and like some good staking mechanisms and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is just going to hurt them really bad. There's Basically, there's just been too many um, drama-filled Crappy things that have happened with Phantom again, right. like I mentioned, like Andre Cronier, who I, I get it. I mean, like it, it would be like no, it wouldn't be like that. That's going too far. But like if, if Richard Hart were to up and literally disappear instead right. of just not streaming for a few months. So Andre um, was
1: a developer, yeah. though, right? Yeah, that's like, what I was he was say.
0: actually he, a developer. Yeah, he he was like a lead developer, which again, a whiz kid by all accounts and everything, and made Phantom what it was and stuff like that. But still. Um, it, it, shouldn't have that much of an effect, but that just shows, you know, the kind of effect a, a person can have on a chain. And uh, admittedly, I don't think that was just, obviously that that's nothing compared to this issue with multi-chain. It's just another huge blow, basically a knockout punch for a chain that already had some crap stuff going on. So, yeah. um, yeah. And Hey, I mean, uh, not too uh, trample on the dead, but I mean, you know, one down in terms of pulse chain, you know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, another (laughs) chain just to sweep aside that, uh, you know, has a massive hack basically with its biggest bridge. And, um, I don't think people are going to be running to get into phantom or Solana really. I mean, this cycle, why would you, you know, they don't work and, uh, there's been fraud massively. So sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's all the more bullish for, for pulse chain and, and everything that's being built on it um which there's still a lot of stuff that's coming i mean there's a lot of products that still haven't even launched yet um i -hmm. hope they do launch you know and and you know this goes to just a comment to make is you know just because we don't talk about a lot of this stuff you know in order to have pulse chain be successful and be one of those we are going to need all the things that that go along with a a blockchain and that includes there will be scammy things that happen um You know, there will be bad products. Uh, so, you know, you have to be accepting of, of everything uh, because we have that stuff on Ethereum, you know. Um, and that's what one of the things that made Ethereum what it is, the second best token out there is because they needed the gas to run it. Um, some not so desirable things. And, and you know, we do have to remember that, you know, just because a new person's coming on, you um, you know you kind of want to support people that are new to the chain but it doesn't mean you have to to push it to your audiences anyway um but yeah i mean we we've got to have that kind of growth and and development or you know i just don't see the the, the token value going up a whole bunch anyway
0: Yeah. Yeah. You want people to build on Paul's chain, regardless of what it is, just to, you know, you don't want scams, but you know that they're going to be there. That's just the nature of the beast. But yeah, you want people coming to your chain and building new kind of revolutionary things or maybe even adapting some of the stuff that's on Ethereum and tweaking it a little bit and bringing it to Paul's chain, whatever it may be. So, um, yeah. What was the comment we had there? Uh, 1.5 million. Dave Dave asks 1.5 million EHEX till next year.
1: I'm going. I think he's asking, "Am I going to be a millionaire?" Give it to me straight. Uh, you'll be a millionaire no. if it gets to eighty cents. Yeah, just do the math. I, I yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's
0: possible. I, it's possible, I, it's possible.
1: possible. Uh, by the end of the cycle. Maybe not next year, um, but the year after it could be twenty twenty-five at the end of that year. Yeah, uh, if you only done. bought. Uh, no, I my question to Dave was you know, if you had that much, unless you just recently bought it, you should have a copy of your pulse chain too. Um, and in that case, you know, the two combined should do much better for you. Uh, you know, I wouldn't just count ehex, but you know, unless, like I said, unless you just bought 1.5 million of them within the last 60 days, uh, you should have a copy of some of them at least. So.
0: Yeah, I'm going to guess that he doesn't have copies just, you know, because why wouldn't he mention that? That, you know, why would you just specify I just have 1.5 million E-hex? I mean, I... Well, maybe he doesn't know he has copies. Maybe he doesn't. See, this is why you're here, Ewok, other than <laughs> that it's our show we do together. Yeah, good good, good thinking. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I it's dangerous to have those thoughts. I mean, it's nice to, like, game plan for yourself, like, where should... Basically, think about the amount of money you want. What would be enough for you? Don't put a lot of pressure on yourself like by next year or maybe even this cycle. I mean, it is good to think in terms of this cycle because then you're thinking like another four years until you may be able to make some life changing moves. But, you know, if you, you know, I'll take a page out of Sami's book, as I and many people so often do, if the thought of that not being enough. Is not enough for you? Then I would just start buying more ASAP if you can. You know, yeah. um, you know, you can get as long as you can get. So. Yeah,
1: especially where these prices are where they're at. Um, you know, you'll exponentially exponentially increase your returns at these prices uh, because once it starts to run up, the chances of them you yeah. know coming back to this zone are are you know less and less likely. I should say. Um, you know, it's it's just. the the, the dca method is is still the best in my book and you guys have to learn that you know you know if even if you don't have enough it's you've got to delay the gratification um Mm -hmm. a, a lot of these people that have become wealthy um either put a boatload of money in um to something when it was very very young which means they took an absolute ton of risk with it um or they've been dcaing during the right times and You know during the cycles selling when it was high and buying back in even more when it was low so if you use this as a long-term type play um, you'll do better and better and you will be a millionaire eventually Um, but you have to be patient and you have to delay gratification um, and not buy tops and sell bottoms So,
0: and you know, another idea for you, not financial advice, but I I took this approach recently too, because I was just thinking, you know, if you're, if you are looking that short term in terms of like this cycle and you're very confident that, you know, by the end of 24 or by the end of 25 or whatever time period you want to put on it, um, that you think this is when the market's going to start to turn over and go the other way again, why not just take. It, well maybe you already do so but if you haven't if that's liquid or any part of it is liquid stake as much of it as you can if you would like just a recommendation of what i've done recently and just do it until like if you think the bull market could end on x date just do it until that time get as many t-shirts as you can and just you know that'll be a dca for you too along the way so um uh, definitely another way to look at it as well so yeah um one more thing before we get into some more really good DeFi. Well, I guess this is a DeFi update too. So Chainlink, which um, you know is a much more safe token and ecosystem to be in than Phantom and some of the other stuff we've talked about earlier, finally launched their CCIP, which is basically their mechanism i never remember what the acronym actually stands for but essentially because they are an oracle and they provide data to all these other different entities um, that people could want within crypto uh this will actually require people to buy the data with the chain link token which you would think would make sense that would would make the price go up even though it's been totally sideways for like almost two years or actually yeah two years um uh, well, I, I guess if anything this is in, in this landscape of land mines that we're talking about here. I do think Chainlink, if you want to have something, you know, if if our talk about Pulse Chain, obviously, if you're here, you're probably more into the Pulse Chain Richard Hart ecosystem. But if you are somebody that is a little bit more conservative in crypto, or maybe you have a big ETH or Bitcoin allocation, I think Chainlink's probably the best alternative to anything like ETH to get more gains as we go into the next cycle, because I I. I I, it's about the safest i would feel buying anything in terms of like will it be around and you know is the founder gonna be around which i, I totally believe will be true um but i also think the price is going to go up and i think it will outpace ethereum so i think that that's a good place to do that and again we were talking about like the deaths of these other l ones earlier like phantom for all intents and purposes i think will be dead Solana it'll be here but whatever um this renders Gavin Wood's polka dot not as useful that it's was considered in the past as a layer zero, which basically was trying to do um, cross-chain stuff. Uh, Atom, Cosmos, I know, is trying to do some similar things to DOT. So I think Chainlink, which has already had a a long cycle and topped way before Polkadot or Atom did last time, will be the one that kind of rallies up first and really take that uh, part of the space. So I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, Ewok, but I wanted to throw that out there as well because it was another good piece of news in terms of some of these updates that's happening in crypto right now
1: yeah again i i I had a little bit of link at one point i think i sacrificed it for for pulse chain when it came out um i i just i never really ventured too far out um you know when you find something good and you find a founder that you really believe in um like i i did you know with richard i i believe wholeheartedly that that he wants to help people he wants people to to be successful and he wants to fix the money so um, I, I just really never once I found it, I kind of consolidated everything into into yep. the Richard Hart ecosystem and never looked back. So um, yeah, I, I don't have any thoughts. I think it's a great idea uh, if they are selling their services and oracles to other people, uh, why not make them, you know buy the token at least um, as almost like a gas for Ethereum, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. like very similar. Um, to that, so I, I think it it could be beneficial to them and their, um, and their market. So it sounds sounds bullish, sounds like a good idea. But yeah, I really don't have any thoughts on
0: it or or input that I could add. Well, you know, if you I think if you do look, as maybe people don't think about chain link and stuff like that often. But if you do go down some of the top tokens just on on any of these stupid ranking sites, I mean. One through fifty, one through a hundred, even really. I mean, like you're hard pressed to find more than ten that you could say, yeah, I think it'll be around this cycle and do decent to really well. Um, you, you just are. I mean, there's just not yeah. a lot out there, and you realize that once you actually go and look. And Chain Link's definitely one I would put in that category of ten. So, um, yeah. yeah let's on. answer this for Andrew. Yeah, Andrew. I, 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 yeah. Go ahead. No,
1: he, Andrew's asking which right now is the better buy. Uh, Pulse or Pulse X, and I, I really recommend. Um, I s- talked to Andrew the other night. Um, I, I think it's wise to to stay pretty even um, mm. on both allocations because they're both deflationary. Um, and the more people that come on board with Pulse Chain, you know, the more tokens get burned that way. Uh, with Pulse X, you know, we rely on the exchange uh, to burn the tokens there. So. You know, the, the volumes have been pretty good lately, staying consistent anyway. Um, it's not as hot and heavy as it was when it first launched. Um, But I, I think the... um We've got 200... Oh, wait, let me share this. <clears throat> the amount that's been burned? Yeah. So yeah. share this. You know, and you've got so far... 134 billion pulse have been burned. Um, a lot of those came from the, the validators that were awful that went offline, um, but still uh that's quite a bit. And then you've got 253 billion uh pulse X, and that's only 0.177 percent. It's kind of funny that that number is yeah. that low. Um, but that is also pretty bullish, so uh, if it were me andrew i would i would keep your allocations you know somewhat across the board that way you can't go wrong uh, you know why try and pick one winner when you can be right uh by go by spreading it out a little bit within the ecosystem so just my opinion
0: i agree wholeheartedly that's what i said in the chat too it's for me i i want them evenly and i'm buying them evenly and when i say evenly i mean and and dollar terms obviously clearly i mean you're you're gonna have more pulse x than you are pulse by tokens if you're just buying them evenly dollar wise um which one do i think will do better even from this point right now Well, with pulse chain i know that wasn't the question but i'm volunteering it with pulse chain being actually at sac rate and pulse x even on that huge of a discount I still think Paul's change is going to be the one to beat, really here, obviously. And I, th- I think most people think that, too, at this point, even though there was that big narrative of like, I think just because more people held Paul Sachs, that they wanted it to be true, that it was going right. to outperform it. And it is great. I mean, like the buy and burn function, as you just talked about, Ewok, is fantastic. I think it's going to do really well. Um, But traditionally, the DEX does not outperform the L1, but at the same time, uh, there's a lot of firsts here. And that's the thing that I think we have to keep remembering with this chain, the system state copy of Ethereum, um, and then the first of the, the decks and the L1 were launched simultaneously, right? So th- there's a lot of things that have never happened. I still think Pulse chain does better. We're seeing it already so far, even though it's only been two months, but I do think over the course of this cycle and future cycles, Pulse chain will do better, but I'm with you hundred percent. I want to own both about equally because the other thing is too, even though we have seen Pulse chain massively outperform it. That's not even necessarily true. It hasn't really massively outperformed and it's maintained that one to three-ish ratio right. pretty much the entire time, which yep. is actually I think kind, of, kind of bullish for pulse X. So for me, I want to own both because if that ratio does get weird or risk on, risk off one way or the other, I would want to go from one into the other. So sure. Give yourself options, like you said. So yep um yeah great question though andrew Um. always good game theory to talk about that stuff and i love portfolio talk for sure so if you guys are here and enjoying the show smash the like we do appreciate it we do this every wednesday night at 8 p.m eastern standard time um let's talk this metamask thing, walk so um if some of you have logged into your metamask this week you will notice that it has i guess a better look i'm not a huge fan of it um and i, I actually did notice that it didn't on one of my one of my operating devices I use it on, I didn't notice a different look, but the other one I did. Uh, maybe I just need to get used to it, but I'm still not a fan of the way it looks. But the more yeah. important thing is some of these sneaky little things that MetaMask tried to pull in the in the settings there, much like a Chrome update or an iOS update. If, if you don't read those terms and conditions, you might find out that they're, I don't know, banging your wife on the side or some weird <laughs> thing you didn't read about. So uh, what, what do we have here for MetaMask? You walk.
1: So they added a function, and um, I want to do this kind of slow so you can go back and rewatch. But um, if you go into...
0: You want to zoom it in, actually. Sorry to interrupt you. If you can zoom in, just like uh, scroll it up there. There we go. There you go. Yeah, is that better? Yeah, that looks good. Um,
1: So if you go to security and privacy, um, you're going to want to scroll down to where it says batch account balance requests and turn that off um this was turned on uh, automatically um, and what it does is it batches all of your accounts together and sends the information back to Infura, which is one of the <clears throat> um one of the ethereum nodes um and it essentially ties all your addresses together um so if you're looking for privacy Um, it kind of throws that out the window, uh, because it ties your, all your, all the wallets together somehow. I'm not sure how it does it upon, uh, display when it happens, but, um, I I just heard this and I I went in immediately and turned it off because, you know, we don't want, we don't want to give away as any more data than we need to. Um, obviously I have thought about, you know, trying to spin up my own node, um and connecting to it for ethereum too it's just a matter of getting the uh the server i would probably become a validator for pulse chain first um (laughs) use some of those profits to buy another one for the you know for the ethereum node as well but uh but yeah you want to protect your privacy go in here and turn off the batch account balance requests so just as a as a heads up and extra little thing um I forget what else there were. Um,
0: I don't think there was anything else that was necessarily
1: that, detrimental, but yeah, I mean, you can always go in here and play around too with some of the different settings. Turn off um, any of the, you know, you want to use the phishing detection and show. Yeah, so yeah, the rest of it is fine. But like I said, just turn that turn that off when you when you go in there. Don't need to give away any of your privacy. So that's really all there is on that one.
0: Yeah. I would do that with every MetaMask you have. Just go ahead and turn that off. And shout out to the people because there's been a, quite a few on Twitter too that have been uh, tweeting about that and making sure they got out in front of it as soon as that update did happen just about two days ago. So, um, pretty much everybody here, I imagine most people are a MetaMask user. And, you know, that may be another issue, if you will, that over the course of this cycle we'll probably see addressed. I know Richard's talked about that he is making a wallet. Uh, Randy Hilarski's been a big advocate of the Orox wallet. Um, I know people people have been talking about what's the why can't you get it? sorry again rabbi r-a-b-b-y dot io
1: is supposed to be another very good one um haven't really used it myself uh but we have internet money or internet
0: that's what i was gonna say yeah
1: Yeah. internet money um those guys are part of the community as all as well um, and it already has hacks and everything in it. Pulse Chain, everything is already, you know, right there for you when you log in. I do have Internet Money. I think it's internetmoney.io um, as well, yeah. which I, I do have the app on my phone. I loaded it just to see what it looked like, but it looks pretty cool. I've checked it out a little bit.
0: So in terms of, yeah, so that's the MetaMask issue. But in terms of like, so we are addressing a lot of these like bullish things that are happening because a lot of these sneaky little bullish things are happening right now. And, the latest thing with Uniswap, which conveniently is called Uniswap X, uh, funny enough, um, the Uniswap X feature, you know. So we've already known that Ethereum is pushing out upgrades over the years. We had the merge happen last September, which really all it did was turn it into proof of stake. Didn't really correct the fee thing or anything, but we have the purge and the surge and the splurge and the, you know, all that stuff coming up. And I'm not actually not kidding. That's really what they are called over the next couple <laughs> of years. So we'll see how that goes, but. Um, Uniswap, the main DEX on Ethereum, uh, the Uniswap X feature. So th- what it is, is an update basically where they are claiming there will be, uh, no failed transaction fees, which is a huge pain in the ass. I mean, if you've ever had a transaction fail and then also had to pay the gas fee, uh, it's not fun. doesn't feel too good. Um, they say that they're going to have cross chain swapping and bridging coming eventually as well. Um, So they're acting as if there won't be fees. I do not believe that at all. I don't know how that will happen, but they're acting as if there won't be fees. Someone is still going to have to pay something to somebody, whether it's hidden or not, almost like an expense ratio and a mutual fund or something like that. But. How much have you really looked at this, uh, Ewok? And, you know, I'm sure these will be slow to release. And there is this narrative of Ethereum. You know, we've seen so many times over the last couple of years, whether it's a new L1 or a new L2 or whatever. Oh, EOS, the Ethereum killer. Solana, the Ethereum killer, which is now basically dead. You know, all these different things that are coming to kill Ethereum um, when eventually the language... You know, even though you may not like this token, but a layer two like Polygon, Matic has taken more of an approach of like trying to work with Ethereum, be a layer two, you know, arbitrum, optimism, all this other crap like that being layer twos. Um, But what do you think? I mean, could there be, if this is all as nice as it sounds right now, could this actually pose more of a threat to PulseX if Ethereum and Uniswap figure some of their shit out? Um, what about the improvement of fees eventually on ETH? Well, I, this is the second part of my question. I'll get there in a minute. But is there a threat to PulseX here on the other side? Just the positivity of this potentially coming to Uniswap? What do you think?
1: Well, I think there's a couple good things. Um, you know, PulseChain was never set out to be the Ethereum killer. Um, it was, it, it was, you know, horizontal scaling. You know it was it was designed to help everybody uh with the fees and and give them another place to transact the exact same thing so you know i hope they get the fee situation figured out if the guys from ethereum can launch it um and update the network with it well that means pulse chain will be able to merge that right in too uh because it's essentially a, a you know a code clone of of ethereum code so you know i think i think that's bullish you know anything that ethereum does as far as upgrades go um we can merge right into pulse chain it's it's you know good for everybody um i don't know that the goal though was to be feeless um completely i didn't hear that part of it um other than the failed transactions you wouldn't have a wasted fee um, right. I don't know that they will have feeless though. You're going to have to pay gas. Uh, all transactions require gas. Um, there is only one instance that I know where you can submit a transaction like that is, and that's by limit order. Um, I remember, you know, we were using matcha x y z setting the limit order, um, and then yep. you know the the person that market sells uh when you're buying will pay the transaction fee and you don't have any so you know that's always a a a good way to save yourself on fees when they do get high and that's use limit orders so keep that in mind as well um but but yeah i mean you know everybody doing upgrade it's it's good it's bullish for for everything if there's ways they can make it faster if there's ways they can make it cheaper um any of those are are bullish um i kind of i know a lot of people had told richard hey you might as well just at launch pulsex on ethereum why not (laughs) why not put it Mm -hmm. over there too um you know if you can keep the fee structure down the buy and burn over there uh somehow i i don't know how that would work you if you could could have a pulse x on uh the ethereum chain as well uh you know it would get a little confusing probably but right um yeah but any upgrade like that is, is is good and and bullish it means people are working on things looking to improve um always a good sign so I, I do like the fact that you know hopefully there are no failed transactions in the future uh or if there are failed transactions you don't lose the the fee that you know
0: no no transaction no fee it would be nice yeah. Yeah, that would definitely be good. I want to ask you this. So this is the other side of my question. This is a more meta question with what's going on with Ethereum and their improvement over the next few years. But what about the improvement eventually, assuming it will happen? And this is something that people have just totally divorced themselves from thinking will ever happen is the improvement of fees on ETH. Okay. Uh, We've talked about this a lot, but think about the people, you know, not to get into the argument again, because I'm really not, but that have ees emergency instake, their hex on ethereum or just decided to ditch hex on ethereum and bridge it over and for whatever reason buy half the hex that you could on pulse chain with what you used to have on ethereum what if the fees on ethereum do improve and maybe the narrative of it being like the whale hex chain um doesn't totally pan out even though i do think it's going to be potentially the better one for staking in terms of getting a larger piece of the steak pie, if you will. Um, but yeah, what do you think about that? Because like, what if there is a day where I don't think we ever see ETH fees get down to like where pulse chain or something like that is right now. But what if instead of top of bull market, you're paying $30 to, um, you know, do a swap or something like that. It's sub 10 or like in the environment that we're in right now, instead of certain things being $10, it's, below $5 for everything right now. I mean, if it gets m- much more tenable, I mean, like, what do you think about people that just decided that I'm done with Hex on Ethereum? Um,
1: well, I think it's their loss. And I don't think they should be doing that. Uh, You know, we've talked about it many times. You know, Johnny was on stream or, you know, you should not pick a pick a winner. <laughs> you know, if you have a little bit of everything, then, then you don't do the wrong thing. Um, yeah. Vitalik has said himself it shouldn't cost more than five cents to do a transaction. He said that, you know, um, I I don't know if he changed his worldview. Um, You know, I see Elon Elon has a has a affection
0: for Hex. I see he does. Uh, I just went ahead and uh, see that tweet. yeah, I just put it in the chat a few minutes ago. Uh, interesting. Sorry, I was it. a little distracted by that. It's it's um, gonna. He clearly does not mean hex of the crypto variety. Well, how but, do you know that? How well, I was know follow that? read the threat. Uh, yeah. I, I, I was reading get the, that part. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading who he was replying to, but it doesn't. Fucking matter. That's the beautiful thing about this, right? And about Twitter is uh, this community is going to completely take it out of context. Absolutely, th- throw it everywhere, and before you know it, he may actually talk about hex. So that's right. I guarantee we get a pump out of this right now. I we guarantee
1: could. we <laughs> could. We could. And and uh, I retweeted it just now too, just because he said I have a fondness for hex. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. You, can, you have to. What were we talking about? The the, I don't the, know. the, the Gary, fees gonna, and yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, um, if people are gonna abandon... regretting,
0: yeah, I mean, like it's the same dumb thing we're always talking about. It's just like I don't know why these people are so. It's just like it's the equivalent of selling. It is selling at the bottom. It's just like yeah. oh yeah, get out, get, get out of. Why would you do that? Like yeah, at the very least, no I, I've been watching like Corey Gary and uh, Money Talks with Dane here there. Those guys are cool. They they stream a couple of times a week. I think and you know I think they have a good perspective on it because they're saying like. They're more confident in HEX on a Pulse chain, which I would probably even say that. But like, what are you going to do with your HEX on Ethereum? You're not gonna. Why would you be into staking anything? You're gonna hold it at the very least, even if it was liquid. I would be holding it because yeah. it's down in relation to the other HEX, and I think we could easily see closer to parity. I'd rather just stake it out. Why um, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 th- I, I don't think people should be picking a winner um trying to outperform because what if there's a whole bunch of what ifs out there what if something happens with pulse chain what if something happens with ethereum you just never know and Mm -hmm. you don't want to be on the right side you want to hedge your your bags the best you can um and the only way to really do that is to to maintain the copy that you got um you know, no one says you have to buy more, but for God's sakes, don't sell it all and just make a make a a decision and uh, pick a side. It's 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 just not a good idea. Yeah, you have a you have a pretty good chance of being wrong if you do it that way. So
0: yeah, and it's gonna run. I mean, like as soon as things start getting bullish here, EHex is going to have a few days that blow people away, and everybody's gonna be fomoing back into it. You know, it's gonna happen. Yeah. So um yeah definitely not something to ignore i don't think you know, so i said johnny chaos and look at that he showed up they, they, what is with that yeah I, he, he must whispered. have a
1: he must have an algorithm out there that, that yells at him when someone says his name i
0: think he's an elon Musk ear actually i think Maybe. they probably got him to to send that tweet so Very um let's wrap up you walk and i know <laughs> you're a little shorter on time tonight so if you need to bounce you let me know but yeah, um just good. Looking at the pulse chain ecosystem and just looking at the prices right now Let's let's pull up some charts if you don't mind for a moment. Um, and we can just look at I guess we will just look at like the main four here, but um, we have had pulse chain itself um, everything just start to dip starting monday of this week and You know one minute you think you're out of the woods and like hey, I think the bottoms are in and a lot of people Were saying that when we got a big pump last week, you know, the lows must be in we had that big pulse x um, capitulation off of the no single-sided staking tweet that wasn't really that that everybody overreacted to um but looking at the ecosystem here we can start out with pulse um even though yeah so start off with pulse there so again it's really been the anchor to this ship which is no real surprise also hex on pulse chain has been great but pulse chain itself um we're at basically sack rate we've had a low in terms of what people could buy at about 80 percent of the sack rate maybe a tad below that but what do you think you walk are we going to return to those lows maybe touch it one more time do you think the bottom is in uh what do you think about pulse here well the structure is looking
1: like when when you when you don't elongate it like that the structure mm-hmm. is looking um pretty bullish i mean you got a clear uptrend yeah. going here um, you know, I think I think it could chop around. I don't see it getting back down much below those levels. Now here's the thing. if it does a 2x from sacrifice or whatever, if it does get up to you know point zero 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 two or zero zero two, I think there could be people exiting, you know, and that is one thing we don't know. Um, however, I think the as it goes up, you're gonna see people, uh, protecting those prices more and more. Uh, so right yeah. now to me, this looks pretty bullish. It looks like a, a clear, you know, uptrend, uh, that could, that could chop around a little bit, but I, I, I think we are in, in that uptrend that, you know, looks pretty good.
0: Yeah. I would, uh, I would not say like pack your bags or anything like that, but, no. um, don't those be things. worried either if we do retouch the lows. I mean, I, yeah. I, at this moment, it's easy to say this because we've had more bullish action. I I, I feel like the low is likely in um, just based on, you know, we've had... A lot of FUD in recent weeks and stuff like that, and people overreacting to Richard's tweets. Nothing's really going to happen in terms of the Pulse token itself. I don't believe that would make people suddenly capitulate Pulse X. I understood that one a little bit. I didn't really understand it, but there was a a, a method to the weird madness, I guess, with that. But yeah, just don't be upset if it loses another 20% one more time. That could happen. It's not really that big a deal and um you know uh, yeah. i it, it is still at the price that people waited two years to get the token at yep. so and johnny brings
1: up. johnny brings Sorry. up a good point he said the, the the new money just isn't here yet so yeah you know we i still think you know this looks like a
0: pretty healthy uptrend though but i yeah. agree yeah we're still in uh what i would call circle jerk mode i think here kind of so um <laughs> let's go like over a- Let's go over to pulse X real quick here. Now this one's going to be a little bit more interesting because again, we have seen people flood themselves out of their own bags with this after two years of saying that it was going to do a thousand X and all this stuff. So um, we are still about 67% down. So again, Andrew asked earlier tonight in the chat, which one's a better buy at the moment pulse or pulse X. We both agree that, you know, I want to have even bags of both. So be doing that. Now, if you would look at this chart, maybe you'd be inclined between the two to say, well, Pulse X is because it's it's further down. But keep in mind, like we talked about too, the ratio has really been strong. I mean, like it, it has been right there at that one to three ratio with Pulse the entire time, other than in ratio trading days, which really don't count that much. Um, so really, I mean, like if, if all, all other things being equal, I would rather buy Pulse right now. Um, just because the ratio is still so good, which again, I think it's actually really bullish for pulse X. Like, forget what the chart looks like at the moment. The fact that it's still one to three to pulse is good. That that that's good for where we are. But what do what do you make of where the chart is right now, Ewok? Um the low has basically been an eighty-two percent discount or so off of the SAC rate. So what do you think here?
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, this one is yeah, yeah, just more sloshing around. <laughs> you know, this one doesn't really have a uptrend like pulse chain does however you have to remember the ratios when things move they're very heavily tied together um you know they're bonded so you know as one does something the other should follow suit um you know if pulse Chain starts to run you're definitely going to see you know this one move in step it should keep that one to three one to 2.8 whatever that ratio number is um likewise if this one goes up you you know pulse chain could go too uh like i said just because of the liquidity bonding you know things are going to move together Uh, even though the charts look a little different right now um
0: uh, yeah this one's it just doesn't look like it's doing a whole lot that's all yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's it's in the accumulation zone as well. I wouldn't be afraid of buying I did just buy it a couple of nights ago after it bounced mm-hmm. off of the lows a bit. But uh yeah, we're still we're still in that department. I mean, like anytime, you know, the lows could certainly be in for Pulse X as well. It's only about twenty-five percent below this. So if you couldn't stomach a temporary twenty-five percent or so drop, then I don't even know why you're in crypto really, but um yeah definitely in a good accumulation zone as well and again i don't I, I think I don't think it can be stressed enough. the fact that that ratio has maintained so well with pulse I think is extremely bullish for this yeah for sure for sure yeah so um all right let's take a look at we'll do hex on pulse chain first this is probably the best chart that we will see because it really hasn't even been down so um, that's gonna look fantastic uh, yeah I mean this is basically just auto buy as well. I mean, and funnily enough, and I think you've said the same. Ewok of these four tokens, this is the only one I have not put like any new money in so far. I mean, right. I, I got my copy, and that was it. And if there's been any, hex, been any hex, I've been buying. It's mainly been on Ethereum. I could see splitting those in the future. You know, you want to hedge your bets a little bit. But um, yeah, I, I a lot of you know, a lot people already had hex, so if they got the copy, they were probably more interested in buying Pulse and Pulse X. So right. right. Um, yeah, this chart obviously is the best we're going to see. But yeah, what what do you make of it? And I guess if you want to talk again, I mean, like, what do you think we could see from Hex on Pulse by the rest of this year? Um. Well,
1: again, you know, this one definitely has the old cup and handle, yeah, uh, formation. It's looking it's looking good. I think usually the handle kind of goes first, but um, either way, it's it's. Definitely rounded out. I think this, you know, you're going to see these pullbacks. Don't forget when when Hex launched, how many times it pulled back as well. Right. Uh, but I think the, the liquidity uh, is much better on Pulse Chain than it is on Ethereum. So there's still very little um, Hex for sale over there. And yeah. again, they're tied together. Uh, right now, the, the ratio is just at like two to one right I
0: think pretty much yeah
1: um so as this one goes the other one will as well uh this one's looking pretty good um I don't see anything you, you know it gets a couple red candles and then the green ones step in and and they should be you know moving slowly but you know as Johnny said we don't have that new money coming in. Um, a lot of people, a lot of economic energy is unfortunately getting spread out amongst some very dumb things right now. Um, whereas if we only had these four coins to talk about or five coins, including incentive, um, you know, there could be a, a lot bigger gains to be had. Uh, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it's the same people that are here. Um, and a lot of them have have run out or, you know, don't have as much energy uh, to inject into the system as as they once did. So, yeah. you know, the gains could be a lot slower until, you know, don't forget, we've got a movie coming out here uh, coming up soon. So, you know, there could be a nice little surge uh, into the market from a lot of the eyes that are going to be on this film. Um, so. I wouldn't wait around if you're planning on filling up some bags, you know, you might want to do it soon uh, before that August 4th and 5th weekend, uh, because that could just kind of trigger some,
0: some bullish momentum. So yeah, just a thought. for sure. Um, let's finish off by looking at hex on ETH. This is going to look uh, fucking terrible, obviously because <clears throat> that's just <laughs> where we're at right now. But uh, yeah. Better. Um, It's going to be interesting to see the recovery process here for eHex because, you know, most people that would look at this chart in any kind of recent times would think that this thing is dead and, you know, not knowing what's really going on with it or what has gone on or anything. Um, But yeah, the, the nice thing is like a good caveat here is the fact that Hexon Ethereum has not gone down to a point. Uh past the point of no return where it went down below such a level of support that it isn't going to be able to come up and hit potentials that we've had in mind for it. It hasn't gotten below that half cent mark, or some people were talking about three uh tenths of a penny or something. We haven't seen that. The low has pretty much been right around 70% of a penny anyway. So yeah, what what do you think we will see here? And um I, I just a comparison I wanted to make real quick because talking about the people that are looking at the pulse chain and hex and ehex split so far, I, I feel like doing that in the two months that we've had, or a little bit over two months, to make like a a comparison to a sport like baseball. Okay, which um, you know a, any sport where there's like a huge sample size. Maybe you could look at you know uh, you know crypto is worldwide, soccer is worldwide. There's a lot of people that watch soccer around the globe, EPL, Bundesliga, whatever league it may be. Um, there's a lot of matches in a year. There's a lot of opportunities to score all these different types of things. Think about like your favorite soccer team, baseball team, whatever. And maybe it's a baseball team that's like mired in a swamp. They're in last place. You know, they have all this talent and all this stuff. And I'm comparing this to EHEX right now. Hmm. But their run differential is like, plus 35 which is a good number for that point in the season or think about like your favorite soccer team and they're they're like one four and three like they've only won one match and they're they're at the bottom of the table or something like that but they have a positive goal differential and you're seeing these good behaviors think of it like that maybe that's not the best comparison of the world but I, i think it stands to reason what i'm trying to say is a small sample size is just stupid to evaluate something on that early on especially when you know the Amount of people that are still in ehex that are saying they're still in ehex who will be there. We know there could be a big seller out there, whatever. Um, but I just think we need to think more long term, and I I just don't yeah. think many people could be doing that. Well,
1: and I you know, I think
0: there was a lot of
1: bearish sentiment because of that possible big seller. Um, but I, I do think they have come around, understood that dumping it now would make no sense. Um and I think once that fear washes out, uh, you do see uh, the ratio coming back a little closer to one-to-one. Uh, you know, it may, it may not. It may not ever get to one-to-one, uh, but I do think it will get close, uh, mm-hmm. especially as the share rate and the, the prices uh, pull away even more. Mm-hmm. You know, people are again, people are going to go where they're, the money is treated the best. Um, and if right now you can get twice as many T-shares for the same amount of money, um, it, it just makes sense to, that's where you put it. Um, so, you know, that's the smart game accumulation of T-shares for, for the people that know uh, yeah. that's what you want to be doing. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I do think um, there is positivity, even though it is a two to one ratio right now and, um, but again, you know, ETH, don't forget, is closer to the on and off ramps. When when that mm-hmm. new money does start to flow in, when this movie is shown, uh people are gonna be a lot closer to the ETH side of things. Um, they may not, you know, catch or know how to do pulse chain, but you know, they could get into hex very easily now uh with Uniswap or or whatever it may be. Uh so yeah, I, I, I see this pulling in uh a lot closer it does you know it doesn't look overly bullish right now but we are testing this lower level i don't know if you can see i've had this line on here too some of these different downtrend lines um and we're closing in on this support which we bounced right off of pretty nicely um again so this is is bullish as long as it stays above this support line um from way back this is one of the older ones so that is bullish and then once we start going up i I, yeah i I think this is looking bullish too um you know there's a clear elon just tweet it's because of elon this is an elon pump for sure this is a couple days you know this is a a a day (laughs) candle though so i'm just you know we it'd be nice i would love to see something come of this elon
0: tweet it's up 2 percent. It's up two percent in the last couple minutes, or uh, last hour or so. Are, yeah. are you serious? I are think you... so. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe not. E. It may not be E-Hacks, Actually, I don't know. I didn't see which chart well, that was. It but... did dip below a penny, and we were at a
1: penny, um, holding yeah. pretty steady at a penny. So, you know, hopefully, we can turn this red candle green and, and keep moving, moving forward. But yeah, like I said, this this line has been on my chart for quite a while, um, and I saw this. Downtrend here. This is one of the main downtrend lines. Um, and it did come down on there and it acted as support, bounced off. So I, I think that's a good thing. Um, again, it, there's not a whole lot of liquidity here. This is V2 uh, of Uniswap, only 151 ETH and 30 million hex for sale. It's not a lot. It's yeah. really not a lot for a whale. Uh, to come in and and move the price around pretty good. So I don't know what the liquidity is on, on V3 uh, on the ETH side either. I, ha- I haven't checked that in a while, but there's not a lot for sale. So a mm-hmm. lot less than there is on
0: Pulse Chain. Another thing people have neglected to to talk much about, yeah, is the lack of liquidity on the E-hex side. So yeah. Uh, yeah, when it moves, it could really move. So look out for that. And uh, we'll finish off here in a moment talking about the movie, The Highest of Stakes. We got an updated, new one minute trailer today that uh, blew the three minute one out of the water, I believe. Um, if you guys are here and enjoying the stream, do us a favor and hit the like. We do this every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hmm. Let us talk about The Highest of Stakes. And again, Ewok, if you do have to bounce, just let me know. I'm uh, good. But I'm good. we. Cool. We did get that new trailer today. I saw you commented on the uh, highest-of-stakes, guys. Um, much better, much tighter. Obviously, it's only a minute. Um, I think it really captured it. it, it captured the um, kind of uh, charismatic, whatever you want to say, figure that Richard is, which is the lesser interesting part of all this. But then it also had those great voiceover dubs of him talking about uh, what's happened to the dollar and things like that. Yeah um, some good stuff from RG three in there and everything. So yeah. What did you make of that? And any other, you know, theaters added, um, any other rumblings that you've heard regarding the film?
1: Well, I commented as soon as they did it, I said, I, I like the fact that you removed, I have a big Dick from the first line of the, mm, the right. trailer. Um, cause that turned people off, uh, you know, like it or not, that's Richard. I get it. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think it turned some folks away. Uh, and they kind of stopped listening at that point. So I'm glad they did that. Uh, yeah, it hit hard. I, I enjoyed the, the new quick trailer. Um, I don't know. There were a few more theaters added over the last few days. Nothing new in the, in the last one day or so. But um, they are still looking for some ambassadors at some of these sites to, you know, welcome people and, and say hello and, uh you, you know, some of the smaller ones that haven't sold out, but a lot of them have been selling out. Um, I know LA, Miami, some of, a lot of the bigger venues DC I just saw earlier, um, that one is sold out. So as we do this and there's rumblings of now, you know with the amount of sales that now they're talking about, possibly trying to get some theaters opened up globally. Um, I, I I don't know if Regal, theaters is a global company. I think it is, but when I went to look at the list, it would only show me the U S locations. So, uh, that I'm, I'm not really sure, uh, if it'll be that, or, you know, but either way, the more tickets that get sold, uh, we know it will draw a more attractive, uh, streamer, uh, service as well. So that is the ultimate goal is once this launch, the theater launch is done. Um, to get on the, the biggest streaming platform we can, obviously Netflix would be great um, or, you know, something equivalent, but yeah, things are, are, are looking very good. Um, I think they are um, adding more and more dates too. They're thinking about doing yeah. it, you know, cause there was only two dates added uh, some places, only one date Friday night. Um, and then a lot of the places were Friday and Saturday. Um, now they're, talking about expanding that as well yeah I mean it's just it's bullish in general I think the 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 community has done great work with the highest of stakes people um in in getting events set up and doing different things you know I'm traveling three over three hours so you yeah know, there's not a whole lot I can do I have to drive down watch it and and drive back the same day um for other reasons but uh yeah it's uh, you know it's it's amazing i i think the the launch of this is going to be quite bullish for everybody uh pretty excited i, I can't wait to see I am it too
0: i am too yeah this if you haven't checked out that new uh trailer i would definitely check it out on the highest of stakes um twitter i think they probably uploaded it to youtube as well but yeah i think it does much more of a service to the film and yeah i mean i i shared the tweet in the chat there but yeah t- they're talking about tweeting about like premiere hosts for the highest of stakes at their different cities, being part of your mayor of your slice of Hexico. I just think it's cool that they're kind of doing their own um advertising for this, really kind of grassroots, like on Twitter talking to the community. Like these guys seem to really understand the the community of Hex, which is really cool. And and again, like so many people have pointed out, they didn't then just go out and create a puff piece. They create like even that minute long trailer. There's no normal person that's going to see that and think anything other than this is like a stupid cult or not, like I'm watching Tiger King 2.0 or something like that. I mean, like that, yeah. that, that's what they're going to think. And that's totally fine. I mean, I want people to come and, and see the movie. I'm not hating on it at all. So, um, yeah, it, it's going to be very cool. I don't really see any negatives at all from it. I think it'll just be fun to see what the reaction is, because I. I don't really know what to predict. I don't know if there'll be a pump going into it or after it to sell the news buy the news. I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be, but I, I, it'll be fun regardless. I think so. Yeah. Uh,
1: Ch- Johnny said RG three. I'll, I'll check and see if he updated something while you. Talk. I oh, okay.
0: Looked, but... okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much all that we have got tonight. Um, this is definitely a great episode. Lots of, uh, Oh yeah. He's, he was just streaming live. It looks like uh, a little bit ago. Um, yeah. I'll check that out after I get out of here. Um, right. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, um, we do this every Wednesday night. A lot of positivity in the chat tonight. We love you guys. Love you being here. Um, we try to take a measured kind of diplomatic approach to everything we talk about here. You're not going to get like any kind of wacky predictions and funny stuff and all this and everything. I mean, we just try to be legit and give our real uh, straightforward opinion about everything here. Uh, Ewok have, and I have known each other for quite some time, so we kind of already have that kinship if you will that appeal um with each other so it's easy for us to have a conversation so yep. um thanks to everybody for stopping in johnny thank you for being here all you guys in the chat tonight andrew is here every week as always clifton lewis is a long time viewer mr chinks thanks for being here cody paulie a lot of you guys here tonight we very much appreciate it so um, every wednesday night 8 p.m eastern standard smash the like on your way out we will catch you next week where i will say We have uh, the, if anybody cares, which I don't, and maybe you don't either, but the Fed, the FOMC is meeting next week. We'll see if they do that 25-point rate hike that uh, has been widely considered to happen. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But another fun week in crypto or crypto Ewok. This has been Broke But Crypto. We'll catch you next week right here on the Creed of Crypto podcast.